Hi, my name is Dr. Steven Newhart, and this is the Dr. Fit Podcast channel. On this channel, we believe that exercise is medicine. I spent 17 years of my life as a personal trainer prescribing exercise to people, and I found that it was a massive improvement strategy for disease. And on this channel, we're gonna bring in a lot of experts. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about science-based education and how it can be used to better your life or to even eliminate disease. Hi everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Dr. Fit. I'm Dr. Steven Newhart. And uh, today we have a great guest and we're gonna talk about a topic that we've not, we've not touched on yet, which is going to be great. My guest uh, has been bodybuilding for four years. And I'm really curious about this side of the whole fitness industry. I, I was an athlete, so I trained just for athletics, but I know there's an entire different side to bodybuilding. He has actually won three bodybuilding competitions in that four years of competing uh, or performing bodybuilding, which is great because that's a pretty high success. It's a pretty high success rate, I would say. So uh, if you wouldn't, uh, wouldn't mind welcoming Josh, Josh Caprio with me, Josh is a good friend. Josh, thanks for being here today and uh, educating us a little bit about bodybuilding, but uh, we've known each other for a while. Mm -hmm. You've got a great physique. You've been exercised. You always work out hard here in the gym. And uh, I'd love to just spitball ideas and go back and forth and really get educated by you on the world of bodybuilding. So uh, where do you want to start? You t tell me what to, or maybe <laughs> outline some key pieces. What are key pieces that people at home would, love, would enjoy hearing and it would help me educate? Uh, I mean, as far as bodybuilding, yeah, yeah, you know, I think bodybuilding is just like a way of life. I think it's just, I mean, I think if you're gonna start bodybuilding, as far as like wanting to compete, I guess, you know, it just take, you know, a whole lot of mental strength. You know, just you know, be, being willing to diet, being willing to, you know, push yourself past the thresholds, knowing the science behind it of muscle growth. So I think like bodybuilding as far as like competition is, is a whole new level besides just bodybuilding in general of I'm going to the gym and I'm working out. Exactly. I think there are two, you know, that's two different things. I think bodybuilding and working out is probably two different things. Cause you can't really, I mean, is there cheating with diet or is it just, Hey, I'm, I'm strict and this is how it has to be. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm a little bit, when it comes to dieting, um, I don't, I don't really, with, you know, a lot of the diets are out there. I don't really, agree with mostly for me i do you know for me it's calories in calories out um meaning you know if you're trying to diet and you're trying to you know become a lower uh, body fat you know you know however many calories you need per day for a week you know where you're losing probably like one percent of your weight so if you weigh like 150 probably the most you want to lose is like one point four 1.5 pounds a week mm -hmm. you don't really want to go with that crazy you know like keto stuff where you're sure. losing 10 pounds a week because a lot of people all they're losing is a lot of it's water weight for a lot of reasons why but and that yeah. doesn't that doesn't help muscle per performance at all you no know, you lose dehydrated right right so, <laughs> you know whenever you go on a diet and you're losing you know more than two three four or five pounds you're losing a lot of muscle mass with that yeah. and you know you want what you want to do is you want to lose the weight slowly keep as much muscle as you can um and that's and that's for dieting in general or even bodybuilding that's what bodybuilders do you know they bring themselves into a calorie deficit over a period of time and then you know they get down to a lower percent body fat so they can get on stage and uh but and uh, just for bodybuilders it can be for uh you know people in general say they want to lose weight everyone should lose weight in my opinion that way uh calorie deficit yeah, yeah. you know then take it slowly but uh, so do you well do you believe that i could eat 
okay, so my 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 number is thirteen hundred calories. That means I'm going to lose weight, right? So my mm. my resting metabolic rate and my energy expenditure are about seventeen hundred in a day. So thirteen hundred, I'm going to be at a four hundred calorie deficit. So I'm going to start losing weight. Could it be all fat? Or do you still want to balance those nutrients out? Is there a purpose to balance the nutrients? Right, right. Yeah, that's a good question. So, yeah, of course, you're not. There, of course, there's a difference between 1,300 calories of cake versus, <laughs> versus like, you know, 1,300 calories of, you know, carbs, uh, you know, vegetables and meat. Yeah, your body needs certain things to, you know, to build muscle yeah, and to yeah. function in general you need vitamins and minerals from vegetables you do need carbs and you do and you do need protein so out of that 1300 calories you do need these things i guess what i'm saying is that in my opinion is that you don't really necessarily need to count my macros as much it's more calories um so yeah i mean if you have like a decent healthy diet meaning proteins some carbs and vegetables and you meet your 1300 calories because that's what you need to lose like a pound a week and then i think that's sufficient because you have the you have the proteins you need to build the muscle you have the carbs in there that you need to you know fuel yourself for workouts and to think in general mm -hmm. and then you have your you know you can eat as much vegetables and fruits as you want in my opinion there's not a whole lot of calories in those anyways yeah so this is one of the best times with a bodybuilder one of the leanest people because bodybuilders are the leanest, where we've got this entire, you know, theory behind not eating carbohydrates and losing weight. Yet, every time, and I've talked to a lot of shape competitors, and now I've got a bodybuilder sitting right here in front of me. Every time I talk to somebody, they say, I eat a ton of carbs, man. It's just, <laughs> it's just healthy carbohydrate. You know, it's a plain, I see you eating, you know, jasmine rice all the time. It's yeah. a plain carbohydrate. Right. Plain carbohydrates, in my opinion, don't typically make people gain a ton of weight. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that someone could show me they're a clean diet. You know, say, we'll just pick the typical bodybuilding diet, which you'll hear is like chicken, rice, and broccoli. And I eat it seven times a day. Well, I mean, if you only need 1,400 calories, but your chicken, rice, and broccoli puts you over 3,000, you're going to get fat yeah, yeah even though you're eating clean you're going to yeah, get yeah, fat sure. so and then i don't yeah i disagree with the whole like getting rid of carbs and things like that i mean there's so much science on that that you know it'd take forever to be on that one but we could talk about that forever but yeah your body definitely needs carbs i mean um because if not i mean that's what fuels you yeah. so if you just get in a calorie deficit i mean you can eat carbs throughout the day like white rice potatoes bread white bread things like that you know if you stay under your calorie deficit you're gonna lose weight yeah. I, I, I mean I challenge anybody I mean I've trained people um, even myself and I've, I've done the same routines um, where you know I put myself on a calorie deficit I put them in a calorie deficit there's people that were like on you know doing 800 calories a day and yeah they dropped like you know 30 pounds in like two months and that's great but they they were so weak and they were yeah. tired yeah. And then I, I doubled their calories because I, I said, no, actually your body probably needs this much. And then we're also going to have you eating rice and potatoes or whatever you want as well um, to fuel you throughout your workout. And they felt 100 times better and they dropped weight and, they're more, and they were more lean afterwards. So, yeah, not, I mean, getting rid of carbs in general, things like that, it's ridiculous. It's all about calories, healthy calories. Yeah. 
natural calories. Yeah, natural right, calories natural. at the at the end of the day. You know, yeah. you, you need you need your proteins, you need your carbs, you need your vegetables. You well, know. Here, here's an interesting thing that I've kind of come across. The reason why we said cut carbs is because people looked at a potato with sour cream, butter, cheese, chives, bacon. It's like, well, that's a potato. That's not a potato. <laughs> yeah, but that's a that's a two thousand calorie potato. It's a good tasting. That's, <laughs> that's I just won the bodybuilding championship. Mm-hmm. Potato. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. but that's why. And then so and then there are some breads that they really they'll stick a lot of simple sugar inside bread. So mm-hmm. you're not only just eating bread, you're eating a ton of high calorie sugar. Right. And that goes along with it. So I love, but I love, I'm always going to keep bringing that topic up. I get leaner when I consume carbohydrates. When I do ketogenic, I feel tired. Mm -hmm. I lose muscle. I get smaller. I can tell. And, and obviously for just healthy humans in general, we don't want to lose muscle mass. Nobody should lose muscle mass. Actually. It's, it's unhealthy to lose muscle mass. It's what's keeping your metabolism going and pumping your heart daily and things like that. Let's shift real quick. You said something about muscle building when we were talking, we were introing. What's the best way to build muscle? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, what a general broad. Yeah. I mean, that's what's the best way to build muscle. I mean, if you know, you're talking about high, you know, muscle hypertrophy. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, the research is out there, um, progressive overload in whatever manner. I mean, you know, there's, there's three key elements for the most part that builds muscle which is, uh, you know, mechanical tension, which is mechanical tension is, you know, the weight, the stress on the muscle whenever you're, you're pushing, so the heavier weight. I'm not saying lift heavy. I'm saying the heavier weight, the, the stress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got the uh, metabolic stress, which would be like the pump that you hear bodybuilders in, the pump. And then, you know, the, the, the stretch under tension builds muscle. So basically lifting in general, you know, builds you muscle. not super heavy. Is there a... For bodybuilding, do you want to stay a little higher rep? Yeah, you know, and that's another, still heavy. Yeah, I mean, you can. <laughs> that's another good debate too. So, yeah, the the research shows that it doesn't really matter what rep range you're in, whether it be six to, I mean, all the way up to thirty. There is a limit because I mean, thirty is kind of the threshold. It seemed like to where you're not really getting enough tension to create mass. But sure. I mean, between like six and thirty you know, you're, 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 you're going to stimulate enough. I love muscle growth. The only, the only caveat to that is kind of, it looks like, like after you get to about rep 15, you kind of want to take it, you know, to failure or, you know, pretty close to failure, maybe one or two to about fit or to failure, because that's whenever you work the full muscle groups Mm -hmm. or the big motors, Mm -hmm. the fast twitch, in other words. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if you're under that, like if you're eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, you can, you can, you know, you don't have to push it all the way to failure. You could be like two, three off and still be fine. But it seems like if you do 15 or up, you need to go to failure. You know, and there's also studies um, on that where people were lifting in the 25 rep range and then people were lifting in the eight rep range over over like an eight week, eight week period and they both built the same mass. Now the guys who were lifting heavier were stronger. Stronger. Obviously. If you want to get stronger, that's, that's a whole neural, different right? ball game. That's neural fat. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's all neural. So that's a whole different ball game. But if you're trying to build mass, um, you know, the skies, the you know, the, the rep ranges can vary between the exercises, and that could be a long subject too. But yeah, to build muscle at the end of the day is, you know, 
you know, to push to push weights between six to thirty, you know, depending on the exercise, because you're not going to get under a dang squat machine and squat twenty five. You're going to die. You know, that's <laughs> probably yeah, it's probably one of those exercises where you're going to go heavier, like eight, six, seven, eight, uh-huh. nine, ten, whatever. You know, go heavier on those, and then like leg extensions, where you're not going to do just six leg extensions. Yeah. Those ones you can push you know 10 to 30 whatever you want to do whatever your workout is and then but the key thing is progressive overload i mean you got you got to get harder than last time mm-hmm. you know i know uh, a youtuber man a really a really good guy named uh greg Doucette, man. he i mean he he kind of hits it on the mark but you know you got to get you, you got to get it heavier than last time or not heavier last but you got to you got to go harder than last something time. more to a certain point and then recover, you know, deload, and then start again, you know. How often are you in, you know, 20 rep range? And how often are you in 8 rep range? Is more, more or less on one end of the thing? Or is it just like every day I'm doing an 8, I'm doing a 10, I'm doing a 12, and I'm working my way up to 30 on every exercise I do? Yeah, I don't. So for me in general, I mean, there's not a right way or a wrong way. So I don't want someone to listen and be like, oh, I'm going to do it no, this way. Right. I mean, it just depends on how you set up your program for the for like, say you do a mesocycle or whatever it is. Say you have like a 12 week long program, you know, is all your your progressive loading for this time. So you kind of want to stay within, say you're doing, say it's chest day, you're doing, you know, benches, you know, you kind of want to stay in that rep range. So, you know, where you're at as far as whatever progressive overload you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, honestly, like for the heavy compound lifts and heavy compound lifts would be we're using multiple, you know, muscles for yeah. those who don't know. So it'd be like a bench press or um, squats, things like that. That would be a compound lift. On those, I always stay under 12, like okay. between 8 and 12. I always do it. And then as far as like, you know, single joint motions, which would be like, you know, by you know bicep curls or triceps uh, extensions or something those ones vary man it just depends on the program i might do you know uh, you know heavier at first between like 12 and 15 at the first part of it and then i might add more uh, reps at the end however i want to however i want to do it for progressive overload mm-hmm. um so there's not a really clear cut answer just, for you yeah, i do more, vary it's just more and add volume yeah i add volume i do i that's one thing i do is i, I work more towards volume than weight like typically you won't see me add more weight more weight more weight more weight um if i can get stronger then i will but typically i'm going to add sets mm-hmm. more sets or sometimes i'll go you know further away from failure and then get closer to failure closer to failure you know till you know i'm till the last week where i'm just dying and i'm pushing everything i have and then you know i kind of take like a you know a week off or whatever okay. to recover I was about to ask you that yeah recovery weeks and you know adding 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 before uh i mean before a competition it's got to be hey we're yeah especially when you're dying I man you get you're getting tired you know you're especially the last week man you know last week you don't press it that hard the very last week before you go and compete you know you're kind of going you're kind of on a keto diet the last week um, you kind of don't eat any carbs until, you know, the day before, and then you start carb loading mm-hmm. and, uh, we could sit all day and ask, talk about that as well. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you feel like crap that day, that, that time is only just to kind of pump your muscles because now, I mean, you're not going to gain anything in a week. Mm-hmm. So now it's just for a show. I mean, yeah, so yeah. now when you're, when you're in there in the gym, you're not, you're not trying to push yourself the last week. You're just kind of pushing the muscles that you want to absorb the carbs 
it to look more fuller. That's what that's why it is the last week. Which is funny because now we're now going back to our nutrition talk about carbohydrates. The carbohydrate is actually coming inside the muscle mm-hmm. instead of adding body fat to, to the person. Yeah. And it's just being stored inside the muscle. Right. You know, there's no body right. fat to that. No, not at all. Man. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. So, yeah, especially rice and things like that. I don't see why people think it's so wrong, you know. I feel better and I think better. And there was just talk about how ketone bodies are better for thought than a carbohydrate, but there's still a ton of literature that shows, I mean, straight glucose taken in mm-hmm. is best for thinking as well. 100%. So, I, just, I mean, I, you, I don't know. you take an athlete that has no carbs and, uh, through a certain amount of time, and then you take a athlete that with carbs, I mean, guy with the carbs are definitely i mean try to run a marathon on oh, no carbs well, or athlete something. that's yeah we, we have to you know it's one of those things exactly you have to have carbohydrates. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's a you know i teach i teach at a university strength and conditioning and our new version of the textbook has an entire chapter on performance nutrition mm-hmm. and it's just yeah it's depends it's, 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 it's that hey we need glucose we need carbohydrates we need this this, this is it's what the chapter is really based around kind of trying to hammer it back into people's heads you know there was one time you were talking about high repetition and if you're gonna do squats for 25 you're gonna die i was running i was preparing for a distance run the cow town (laughs) and i did it's probably about six days i did upwards of 25 30 reps of squat with with it was about 70 70 percent of max and uh i was resting for 30 seconds in between it was ridiculous by the last one and i felt like a whole different set of muscles got sore it was crazy muscles i had i feel like i had which is probably my type one fibers and they were probably being directly influenced by it yeah but it was a whole different type of sore and very exhausting right but at the same time i was out there running six seven eight miles and so you come in and you do that it's not as bad because your heart is kind of used to the endurance right and it's a different kind of training man like oh, totally. i mean training like that for bodybuilding would be ridiculous because the reason being the difference would be if i came in here and i did that then i just blew my whole central nervous system and then recovery time is just going to be a nightmare for bodybuilding oh, you yeah. know, those are just two like <laughs> athletes power lifters bodybuilders everybody has to do things different you know so whatever you're trying to do you know you have to create your workout for that specific thing like an mma an mma fighter you know they're not going to work out like you know a, a IFBB pro bodybuilder. They're two different ball games, man. Like yeah. you're not gonna, you're just not gonna see the. I mean, you'll see them lifting weights, but at a whole different concept. So you just gonna. So we got diet, got programming, and lifting. What what other essential pieces are there to? Maybe one one more essential piece to to an overall. What you'd tell a bodybuilder is essential to their lifestyle. Hmm. I, I have a good question, actually. We're talking, well, let's, this kind of goes back to nutrition. A lot of people can't stop eating things that are bad for them due to addiction. So what what you said, just being mentally strong, is that what it is? Hey, man, you just yeah. got to be mentally strong. To, to a, no, I mean, to a certain point, right? I mean, mentally strong is more as, you, I mean, not being lazy. Now, not mentally strong, because these are two different things. So being mentally strong is... Not being lazy, getting up and going to the gym rather than playing Xbox One. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to do good in a bodybuilding show or anything at all if you're, I mean, if you would 
rather be sitting at home than at the gym. You got to like what you do. You got to, you can't be lazy. You got to be able to lift, you know, you got to lift past the threshold. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to feel some pain, you know? So that's what I mean by that. And also as far as dieting, dieting is just, I mean, a lot of people don't like to cook nowadays and things like that. So, I mean, you can't be lazy. I mean, make your meals, prep your meals and things like that. That's going to help you out. Now, the addicting, uh, when I see people like binge eating, a lot of times is that, a lot of times is at nighttime. Mm. A lot of people binge like later on at night. And the reason I feel is because when you're dieting, a lot of people starve themselves and they're not eating things that they like. I think you need to do the hike, you know, the the high uh, density, you know, low carb or low calorie foods, you know, things that fill you up. I mean, there's a lot of examples, but one could be, you know, chicken salad, you know, with whatever. I mean, you could buy like, you know, two of those big spinach things, put it in a big bowl. There's literally no calories there. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, spinach leaves, throw six ounces of chicken on it, put some low calorie dressing on it. I mean, you might have like 300 calories max because I mean, if you have six ounces of chicken, that's like around 282 calories. Then maybe you add like 20, depending on what the what the season is. But that's 300 calories, and that's going to keep you. I mean, a big salad like that, that's going to keep you full for hours. Yeah. So you want stuff that's low calorie, that's dense, that's dense. Um, so you do that. I mean, if you have 13, so you, say you have you know 1300 calories, well, like like 1400 calories. Maybe that's probably good for like. A female that's working out quite a bit so 1400 calories and that's for if she's just lifting weight so 1400 calories i mean she, you know she ate a big old salad and that's only probably 310 or 20 calories right there that's it mm-hmm. i mean look at all look at how much more she has to eat you know to not lose too much weight I mean, you do that throughout the day and then i mean you can have say you like chicken and rice i don't know or you could have you know chicken uh you know you know tacos or whatever mm-hmm. i mean just get the get the low calorie uh usually they call it carb and it's not that you're just eliminating the carbs it's just that they're lower calories so mm-hmm. they're called low carb like tortillas i mean they're only like 70 calories yeah. you know get it i mean you can have a couple of those and put some more chicken in it put some you know lettuce in it this and that so i mean once again you probably have like 500 calories max now you, now you, you know, I mean, now you have 800 calories. And that's another meal in your freaking stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the whole goal is to keep yourself, not like painfully stuffed, but to keep yourself satisfied so you can go through, you know, this time without, you know, binge eating. And then also finding supplements to what you like to eat. So say, like, say you're one of those dudes, you're just addicted to chocolate pudding. Well, I mean, there's alternatives <laughs> yeah. to chocolate pudding, man. I mean, you got the protein. You know, if, I mean, there's plenty of YouTube. I mean, if you, you you can YouTube anything. You know, YouTube Doctor Fit. You know, so you know, YouTube one of these, you know, great YouTubers that put this stuff up there for free and have some and learn how to make some protein uh, pudding or protein ice cream. I mean, there's yeah. stuff out there. There's alternatives. So yeah. like, this, I like apple pie. Well, guess what? They have anabolic apple pie. This is how <laughs> you make it, and this is how it's low yeah. calorie. So instead of eating the this, two slices of apple pie that's like a million calories now you just made this way and it tastes pretty darn good and it's only like a hundred calories so you just sure. have to i mean so it's all about being lazy mm-hmm. you know not not trying yeah well i like the mindset piece as well and that's uh people have to you know what it is though i think a lot of it if you set yourself a really good goal you've obviously got a goal you plan to compete again i imagine and that goal is always in the back of your mind if people want to 
change their body, they have to set a goal for this body. What's it going to be? I mean, maybe it's just a, you know, a half, not even a half marathon. Maybe it's a 5K. I don't know. Set some goal so that you're focused on it. That drives you back to the fitness facility or trail or wherever you do, wherever you're doing your training. And it, it motivates you, keeps you going, you know. So mindset, nutrition, and programming. I appreciate all the advice today, Josh. No worries, man. I, I, I still don't know if I'll join you on your next show, but I'm obviously going to so, keep, I mean, I'm gonna keep lifting. So here's a question for you, man, since we're, like, doing some YouTube uh -huh. and stuff. And it's, so who do you think is going to win, man? Jake Paul or Tyson Woodley? <laughs> well, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. What is this? Uh, Jake Paul is, like, a big YouTuber. And uh, Tyson Woodley is a – he was a – He's an MMA fighter that he's got released from. Oh, like, I know what you're talking but about. But Jake now. Paul, you know, he kind of yeah. became like a pro, uh, you know, a, a, a pro boxer now. And so he, he keeps taking on UFC fighters. But I know this one might be different. It might not. What know. was the last one? Do you remember? Not a long time ago when YouTube was first around. You remember who the man was? For YouTube? Yeah. The Am man of amateur YouTube. Bo amateur boxer. Oh, amateur boxing? Oh, street no. fighting. Who was the street Anybody? fighter? I don't know. Kimbo Slice. Oh, yeah. yeah Kimbo. <laughs> what happened with Kimbo Slice, man? <laughs> Eventually, yeah. it came down to, you're really tough, but somebody out there has got better form yeah. and technique, and he made his way in there. But that, that Jake Paul's matter. making a lot of money from it, though. Uh, oh, yeah, so. yeah. You're going to make the money. They're yeah. going to make the money. That that They might make enough money to you'll be set for a I mean, while. I, probably, I mean, I'd box them for that kind of money. <laughs> we can get you out there, man. Uh, thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. So thanks for your time, man. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in to uh, the Dr. Fit channel. We'll be back next time with more great advice. And uh, we learned a lot about bodybuilding today. So everybody have take care.